Hello and welcome to episode two of Megabus to the Ritz. Um, your your weekly head size. <laughs> Heads. No one says what size a podcast is. I want to know. I, I don't care about the length. Just let me know what size it is. Is it like an orange size, a grape size or a melon size? This my, my podcast is head size. Each podcast is roughly the, <laughs> the size and shape and texture of my head. Um, I'm the bus driver. And I'm recording this at night time, so that means for all you on the bus right now, it's night time too. Well, unless it's a really long bus and the, and the bus itself is stretching through several time zones. So take a seat, um, relax, I guess wear seatbelts for the bumpy bits. Um, there's a fruit shoot under your seat, have that. Um, I got some wasabi peas there and there's a goldfish in each ashtray for you to look at. And uh, let's get this episode underway. What's going on, everybody? Um, right, so for the purpose of this podcast and to make my job a little bit easier as the bus driver, I'm going to assume that we've all done a bit of running this week so I don't have to keep on checking the mirror just to see who sat at the back there and hasn't got any running kit on. I just, I'll have a quick look now. We just, we just, we just leave in Cardiff, so the, the road's a bit quiet. Let's have a look. Yeah, it looks like you've all got your kit on. Well done. Um, running for me this week has been a bit weird. In fact, the, the whole year has started a bit odd, like... 2019, I feel like I flew into it, like I smashed through the window of 2019 like a superhero. This year, I feel like I followed my son down a slide, which is specifically made for toddler-sized bottoms, and I'm just trying to get down there with my adult-sized bum, and I keep getting stuck. It's, it's stop-start. That's what I'm trying to say. It's stop-start. So, you know, you all know I did, I did like, Nos Galen on New Year's Eve, and then I kind of, I was a bit disappointed, so I, I kind of thought, right, I'll just do a bit of easy running. But then I did a session, I did... Um, eight times a minute reps um and those kind of like really showed to me like that was the kind of session I was like I was like banging one of those out every week when I was training for the 5k and and I was getting faster and faster and I was adding more reps and I, I struggled doing the eight found it really hard um and it got me thinking you know like if you've just started running as well that is something now maybe you want to start thinking about it doing in week two um you know you, you've probably got a feel you've got a nice little loop you like doing go out and do that loop you know don't change where you run just because it's it's a session you know don't think you've got to go down the track you could still do it as part of your run and just every now and again just do a minute real hard well it doesn't have to be real hard you can make it as hard as you want but just make sure you get this run done with a lot of you know changes changes in pace you know that that's really good for you it's really important um and like little like actually i don't know where i heard this but I either heard it or read it this week, but one thing to think about when you're running fast is to like really bring your heel up at the back. So rather than thinking about like throwing your foot out in front of you, like extending your stride length, really think about bringing our heel up. Um, I tried it in the week. I did like a 5K tempo run um, on Sunday. So I did like a 5K warm-up jog, I guess, and then, and then I did a 5K tempo. And I really thought about bringing my heel up like as close to my bottom as I could. And I felt I felt that really helped. That's like something I never tried before. So try that. Um, so yeah, it's been a weird week for me, but I'm I'm feeling better now. I'm feeling like I'm I'm kind of like improving and I'm I'm getting a bit I feel like I'm I've lost a bit of the Christmas weight. <laughs> I won't lie. I definitely put some uh, some timber on. So I feel like I'm losing that and I'm I'm feeling a lot more positive going into week two. But you know, you know what it's not it's not just about me. I I'm I'm hoping that you've enjoyed your first week of the year running if if that's what you've done. Uh and you know, just any problems, give me a shout. Give me a shout. I'm I'm that friendly bus driver.
A wise man once said to me, if you turn left you can't go wrong, but he was talking about running on the track. When I started running on the road in 2019, I took his advice seriously. On my first run, I did 60 minutes in the garden shed, ducking in between low mower parts and spider's webs. And then another wise man I invented. All wise men are invented after all, but this one I invented for the podcast. He said, Jimmy, running with skill and efficiency is like growing a beard. Okay, you don't make it happen, you allow it to happen. I thought, you're really good. You're a really good wise man I just invented. Thank you for that. Now please put your trousers on, there's kids about. But I took his advice seriously and I slowed my running down, and I found over time my brain got quieter and quieter and quieter, and the running got easier and more enjoyable. So thank you, invented wise old man. Thank you. So yeah, part of this podcast is about talking about what I did last year and what I'm doing this year. Last year is kind of, I guess, what what people want to know the most about because that's when I kind of went through a big transformation. You know, I, I lost a lot of weight, um, my face got smaller. So that that's what that's what people are interested in. I guess what I'm doing this year is just like trying to like refine it and get and get a bit sharper, get a bit faster. But the the real story, I guess, is how I went from being a bit of a slob into some kind of decent runner um so this week last year in 2019 i did a i did a couple of 5k runs uh and then i did two longer runs i did like a, an 8k on a friday then i did an 8k on a sunday so you know i, I kept them pretty relaxed I, i'll talk later on in the podcast about how i really learned to slow it down um but you know those runs i, I was just kind of just out and in running and i was just enjoying it um interesting thing about one of those runs is that uh, on the 8k run I did it on the Friday night and I seemed everywhere I went running I seemed to run past someone internally who was smoking pot right and there's one point where I was running around the reservoir and I swear there was a tree which was hollowed out it was, it looked totally hollow and it was full of kids it was like some weird Enid Blyton nightmare and I, I was like this is cool you know and they, they give you a look you know what kids are like they think they're being cool and they're doing stuff you don't know anything about and they, they're all puffing on these joints in this hollow tree um, like like uh, crazy kids caterpillars and I give them, I give them a little nod and I, as if to say like that smells good fantastic fantastic basil um and they like looking at me like how, how does this guy know what, what what does this guy know about smoking pot he's he's out there running uh and then I go home and I kind of I put my run on Strava and I said sniffing out the hot spots in the weed hot spots in Tlethley. Then I got I, I don't know what happened, something happened. I went to bed and I started panicking. It was like I'd left an oven on. It was like I was millions of miles away. Although you can't because you'd be in space. I was hundreds of miles away on, on holidays, enjoying myself. And I'd left this oven on at home. That's where I felt like I was worried. I was worried that some underground gang in Tlethley would think I was a snitch. I was a grass. I was working for the police. My nose was an undercover police dog strapped to my face. Um, and I was out sniffing all this bad stuff. And I was going to sniff vehicles and say, that van will be used in a bank job in four weeks' time. And I panicked. I, I considered plastic surgery. And con- I considered moving abroad. So what I would definitely say is, as you're improving your fitness, just, just don't post any illegal activities on Strava. It's just, the guilt is just too much. I completed drinking this week. I completed it. Um, you know what? I'm really proud of myself. I did five months without any alcohol, and then I just I've just come off the back end of two weeks of some of the most intense, high-speed, 
downhill, tobogganing style drinking. I've done for a while. It was great. Um, I started off on the little, um, the the little French stubbies you get from Aldi. I bought a few of those. You know the ones they like the size of a cod liver oil capsule. Probably <laughs> probably got about the same amount of liquid in them as a as a cod liver oil capsule. And I'm, I I took a sip of one and it was like five months of non-drinking and suddenly like this little curtain had opened in my mind and it was a glorious day outside. Um, butterflies were driving buses into walls. And I thought, this is amazing, this is amazing. So I took a sip of another one, I drank another one. And then by the end of the night, I was just putting the whole bottle in my mouth, glass and everything, and just downing it in one. And then I worked my way up, I worked my way up to pints. I worked my way up to wine. And then I put some bubbles in the wine. I was like, wow, I was like living the dream, I was going for it. And then I thought, something happened, right? And I thought, it's time to stop drinking. And do you know what that was? I was out. It was a Friday night. I went to the bar to order a cocktail. Just something different. Something different. I just fancied, like, when, when I'm drinking, it's like every drink I have, I'm, I'm redecorating my mouth. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to add some different wallpaper there. I wanted to add some flavour. So I ordered a cocktail. It was a whiskey cocktail. It was called the Cracker Barrel. And I ordered it at the bar. I said, one Cracker Barrel, please. And the guy there is like, oh, good choice, sir. Oh, the Cracker Barrel. Fantastic choice, sir. And then I knew no one's ever ordered this drink because he gets out a laminated sheet with the instructions on it. I can see him reading it and making it and talking to me at the same time. Oh, I love, oh, sir, this cocktail. And wow, this fantastic cocktail. And he makes it. And all of a sudden he says to me, sir, are you okay with cinnamon? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, put some cinnamon on it. I'm, I'm absolutely cool with cinnamon. So he sprinkled some cinnamon on my drink. I was like, you know, you know, well, that's cool. But then th- this happens, and this is really odd because he doesn't ask me if I'm okay with this. He checks I'm okay with cinnamon, but the next thing I know, I'm, he, he's putting handfuls of popcorn in my drink. He didn't even ask me if I was okay with that. I'm like, surely, I'm like, thinking, surely, you've asked me if I'm okay with cinnamon, but now, now you just like you're just going crazy. You're just putting popcorn in my cocktail. So he gives it to me, and I think, you know what, Jim, you can turn this moment around. You can, you can be, you can feel really proud that you've come to this point in two weeks. You've gone from sipping a little, a little like thimble size full of beer to now you're drinking a cocktail. You're drinking a whiskey cocktail with popcorn in it. So I walk back to the table like I'm carrying my own personal Excalibur. I'm like, I've earned the right to pull this sword out of the stone. I have earned it. Look at me. I am your new king. And then I'm thinking at the same time does kind of look like I'm trying to smuggle a Willy Wonka urine sample into the cinema. And then I knew it was time to stop drinking. I hope you're all enjoying tonight's journey on the Megabus to the Ritz. Now, as we just pass Swindon, I'm just going to show you a little instructional video. And there we are, it's up on the screen there. And now you see, oh, yeah, don't, don't freak out, don't panic. That is you as a child. That is you on a go-kart going down a hill. And that is right, your brakes have failed. You're going down a hill, you're getting faster and faster. Your brakes have failed. Look at your terrified little face. What do you do? You put your feet on the floor. But no, you've got new trainers on. So you put the balls of your feet on the floor. But look. The go-kart is speeding up. That's not right. You don't want to speed up. You want to slow down. So you dig your heels into the floor. You dig your heels right into that gravel and the go-kart starts slowing down. You know why? Because your heel is a brake. That is why when you're out running, you shouldn't land heel first. Every time you take a step, you're just slowing yourself down. You're stopping that fall. Running is a controlled fall. You want the fall to keep on going and going and going. You want to keep on falling and getting back up, falling and getting back up. So don't put your heel on the floor. It's a brake. Thank you.
Let's do a quick thank you and read some questions that I've had. I've because I have had some. These are genuine questions I've had from people following the first podcast. But thank you to like everybody who's mentioned this thing on Twitter and Facebook. It, it means a lot. I kind of don't know what I'm doing. I'm just talking. Um, I'm trying like really hard to relax this week. I felt like last week because it was the first one. There was no expectation. I just I just did it. But I've, it's kind of. Um, it's, it's been on my mind a lot this week and I wanted to make sure I was getting like some good stuff and then you know I, I wanted to make sure I was covering a lot of bases but at the same time have enough for 52 weeks of this so thank you like uh, thank you to Bernie from Right Hand Left Hand for giving me a shout out on, on Twitter um, check out that band as well Right Hand Left Hand they're a Cardiff band amazing for running to amazing for everything like amazing you know what I actually chopped a, a garlic clove listening to them not, not just one garlic clove for the whole album it was at one point doing a song, I chopped a garlic clove. I got a few questions as well, so I'll just, you know what? I've I've picked two because they were kind of the same question. So uh, Jordan Steele got in touch with me, and a gentleman on Twitter called the Grecian Guna. Um, they both asked me questions about their knees. Uh, Grecian Guna said, um, "Will running make his bad knees better or worse? What's your take on it? Um, if if you've got bad knees, go see an optician." No, wait, that's your eyes. I always get those confused. I always get those confused. So, like, when people say, look me in the eye, I always drop to my drop to the floor. And, I, I, and it's a bit weird because I get eyes and knees confused. But, um, right, your knees, it's a weird one because I I get problems with my knees and it always seems to be a tight IT band. So, um, if you don't know what that is, it's got nothing to do with computer classes in, in school IT band is I don't even know the correct term but it's something that goes from your hip to your knee I guess it's a ligament or a tendon or a muscle it's something it's something made of human stuff goes from your hip to your knee and then it gets tight it gets tight mine gets really tight and it causes like a, like a kind of friction thing and it, it makes your knee so and I, I just get on a foam roller um, before most runs and that, that really helps so I'd say like I sent those guys links to like just there's like a guy on YouTube uh, it's weird I think he's got like a full suit on like he's in an office and then he suddenly just starts doing foam roller exercises but check that out the chances are if it's a bad knee it might be that but if not go see a physio right seriously go see a physio what I do is I spend less money on kit than I do on going to see a physio Um, I just think like if you go see someone whose job is to know how to make a body better then you're spending your money wisely so um, yeah go see a physio if you live near me in Tlaethi I'll give a shout out to, to Di Thomas go see him he's amazing he's the guy who basically got me up and running in 2019 but yeah so knee is, is probably IT band will will running make your knee worse you know what it's one of those things where you have to run to find out uh, so you don't want to not run and have the same question in your head and because that is kind of you'll just regret not running so I'd say run and find out um, and the good thing about running is it, you, it, it gives you problems to solve it gives you little problems to solve so uh, and then by solving those problems you make yourself happy so I think you can't lose by just going out there and running that's my advice to you thanks for asking the questions thanks for the shout outs and just keep on mentioning it this blog as much as you can because i really appreciate it thank you very much mega bash to the ritz <laughs> i hate comedy songs mega bash to the ritz but sometimes they just feel so good who see is this on the mega bus to the Ritz? Do you mind if I sit down? 